Tumbling Saber is proud to present the Luminous Beings Podcast. Deep dive conversations into the heart of Star Wars. Brought to you by the Tumbling Saber Patreon community. Become a powerful friend today and get access to tons of our exclusive and early access audio content at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber and become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's time for another episode of Luminous Beings. We're taking another deep dive into the heart of Star Wars this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nathan. Welcome back, one and all. Sorry. I was taking a sip of coffee, sorry for that. <laughs> How's your supply of coffee holding up? The... Oh, it's, uh, it's, it, it'll do, it'll do. <laughs> it's gonna, take, take small sips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rationing it out. Uh, so, all right. So we're back. Happy to be back with uh, Luminous Beings. What are we talking about this week, Nathan? This week we're talking about the rise of Skywalker and the future of the Skywalker saga characters. Cool, cool. All right. So let's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like this topic because it it'll allow us to avoid the discourse of the movie specifically. <laughs> While yeah. while blue skying, what could be for for Ray and Finn and Poe and others? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll pass you the 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 baton first. Take it away. Let's let's uh, let's get this chat started. Well, I mean, let's let's start by by marveling at the fact that I like I dislike the movie. You love the movie, and yet we're still friends. Oh my god, what? And I, I think we are. <laughs> Are we allowed to be friends, Kyle? I, I I think that's how this works. Okay, I think okay. that's how it works, so, man. So we're we're not entirely defined by um, how we perceive this movie. So you're saying? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I think I think uh, it's it's un- unhealthy to allow a movie or a franchise of movies to define who you are. I mm. I I think it's you know it's, it's a lack of perspective. Mm. <laughs> I think we're going to have to look into this some more. Okay, uh, writing this any- down for a future episode. <laughs> M M I Star Wars. Being a grown-up. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, well, I think, well, I just laid it out there. I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie, and uh, from everything I know, you, you love the movie. Well, um, I, I do, but yes, I, I love the movie unabashedly. I think it's a, I could, when people ask me, we're still in that stage where people are like, Hey, what'd you think of the last Star Wars movie? I go, it's a glorious mess. It's, <laughs> it is that. I, it's just, it's so messy. It, in a lot of ways, it doesn't make any sense, but it, I still had enough fun with it. And it still kind of left characters that I like in for a, a good place for me to say goodbye to this because Let's face it, it's been 42 years. It's been long enough. Um, and as we've seen uh, over, you know, in the discourse, I, I, I always put a little emphasis on the discourse. It's, I think it's time. I think there's just too much associated with these movies now. And and people lack that perspective we were just talking about in, in, mm-hmm. in large part. So, you know, it, it comes to the point where maybe we need to have our toys taken away. But <laughs> if there's one thing that Lucasfilm has become really good at it's it's taking away those toys but then giving them back at some point (laughs) yeah 
That's true. So yeah, I, I think so, that's where we're going today. Yeah. So I, I uh, don't like the movie overall. I was disappointed by it. And like I was just telling you off air, uh, I saw the movie four times. I gave it the good college try. I I wanted to love this movie and I just, it's just not happening for me. Um, but there are a lot of things in the movie that I adore. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that is stuff that I wanted and there's stuff in it that surprised me. Um, as spoiled, as spoiled as you were. Oh yeah. Yeah. You still, yeah. you still found some surprises in there. Cause you, oh, sure. you like you, there... you'd followed all the spoilers. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I I've read all the Jedi packs of stuff. I've followed the MSW stuff, everything. Um isn't it like I looking back on that now, sorry to cut you off, but like I I went and did a much deeper dive on that stuff after seeing the movie and it's mm-hmm. astonishing how accurate that stuff was. Yeah, and I mean it keeps getting uh proven legit because even um we had those leaks about Kylo going to see the Oracle at the beginning, and that wasn't in the movie. But now, thanks to the uh, those uh, oh, the, photos the, of the, the yeah the art of book art of book, uh, we're seeing the the Oracle moment, the Oracle scenes, and uh, you know it continues to legitimize those leaks. Um, but yeah, I followed all that, and uh, there were still moments that surprised me. Uh, there were moments that surprised me. Even the things that I knew, I was surprised at how certain things were done or how they turned out. There were things that surprised me at how poorly they were done. (laughs) (laughs) If there's anything to say about the movie, it's that, um, and it it, it felt that way for me on the first viewing and in subsequent viewings that didn't go away. And then in reading, for some reason, Chris Terrio was sort of made the sacrificial lamb in the post. um, Oh, man. Like the post interview world. That guy should have went into hiding. Witness protection for that. He's probably changed his name by now. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's like one of the things that kind of astonished me was that they did for a very brief time at the beginning push to make this two movies instead of one. Yeah. And then they got shot down real quick. And it seems, you know, if, if there's anything to say about the movie, like I, you know, as much as I loved it. I do have a list of things and it's a growing list of, man, I wish that was a bit different or I, man, this is a big deal. I wish it was approached differently. It's not. And it is what it is, but this movie could have benefited from um, either a significantly longer runtime or yeah, maybe splitting it into two movies like, uh, like they did with Harry Potter. Looking back now, that doesn't seem like it would have been a bad move to give us the, uh, a, a more fleshed out story. Uh, I, no, I, I I'm glad they didn't. I I don't think that the things that I I feel like they left things in the movie that really did like and and I hate to be this I hate to say this because it sounds like uh the complaints about Canto Bite and the Last Jedi, but I just don't see the need of Kajimi in the movie. <laughs> I, I uh, like I and I don't understand Zori's character in the movie. I don't understand what purpose she serves. 
other than to give Poe something to do. But I mean, he's the general of the resistance halfway through the movie. So in theory, he should have had plenty to do anyway, but, uh, and I, I disagree with the people who, who think Canto bite was unnecessary or Rose was unnecessary. Oh boy. That, and I, I think know. that she's essential to, she's essential and Canto bites essential to the movie along with DJ. Um, but for me, Kajimi and, and, and don't get me wrong. There are a lot of fun moments. Uh, you know, that moment between Zori and Poe on the rooftop. That's a great moment. I mean, the, there are great moments on Kajimi. It gave us Babu Frick. It gave us Babu Frick. It did that. And it gave us a great C-3PO moment. Uh, but to me, the things that got cut from the movie, I don't know if, if Kajimi was worth those things being cut or certain things being explored more in depth. I, I don't know. I, for me, that is a black hole. It's, well, it's, it's similar to the, again, not, not to go back to the last Jedi where people said, well, we can look at Luke uh, milking a space cow, but we can't see him grieving Han. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's similar to that sort of thing. True. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, and and you do need some of those, um, you know, moments of of lightheartedness and delight and that kind of stuff. But I don't know. To me, this was the movie where if you're going to go hard, and if you're going to go hard, you're going to go dark. You're going to go well, and and, and show how. I don't know. I hate I hate harping on the movie. Like I've tried, I've tried, I, and I've had to let the pressure off at certain points. But I've tried not to go too hard on on this movie because I know people like it a lot. But eh. well, it, I don't know that this movie. I don't want to say it never had a chance because obviously it it works for a lot of people and it doesn't work for others. But even when you read the 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 Trevorrow cut, <laughs> the, the yeah. Colin Trevorrow script. It's like some people love that. Oh, it's better than what we could. It's better than what we got. And other people go, "Wow, thank we dodged a bullet there." And it's yeah. it's like, okay, we have two wild, pretty wildly different scripts that end in different places. And you know, I, I think the the big takeaway for me, and I wonder if if this is why Trevorrow was eventually eventually let go. Is is that it seems like this was a movie with full dark Kylo, no redemption. And I, I'm sorry, I'm I want I think that may be the reason why he was let go. I think I think that the powers that be were like, no, this is Star Wars. It's redemption, it's family, it's all that stuff. And Colin was like, uh, it's not the story I want to tell. And if you're gonna force that on me, I'm out. That, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking. That could very well be, and and I mean, I think there's justification for both approaches. Um, I think you can justify either direction for Kylo. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and f- to be fair, I I think what they did with Kylo was really well done for the most part in Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, he ended up being know, one of my I, favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, I felt I felt the moments and I in the end I was on Ben's side and I didn't expect to be there. 
Um, but I was, and props to them for that. I still think there are there are holes in that that, that plot line. Uh, but but how overall, did he, how I did think he fly a Tie Fighter to Exegol, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, sure, there's a lot of nitpicking and and that kind of thing. But overall, I think the story was affecting. Um, and I, th- it, I think it, it stays. Put, I think it stays true to Star Wars. Yeah, it put me in a place that I didn't expect to, an emotional place that I didn't expect to be. I mean, when he says dad to Han, <laughs> I mean that uh, uh, the, like every time I saw the movie that, that moment gave me chills yeah, because you, you don't, we, you don't we've hear all that. been that guy. We've all been that guy who's, you know, had to relent and <laughs> say, Oh, I, I screwed up. <laughs> I'm such a screw. <laughs> And you know, I like, think I think what makes that mo- uh, there's so much that makes that singular moment tick, but it's the it's the use of the word dad. Yeah, you yeah. don't hear that in Star Wars. You only hear, you know, for all for all the complaints out there of well, when do we say big ass door and you know using Earth terminology in Star Wars yeah. was something that Last Jedi got really beat up for. Using dad in Star Wars is not something you hear. It's always father. No, but I love. The, there is another instance, and I love the parallel. It's that we hear Anakin call Shmi mom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I love that parallel that the two most alike Skywalkers <laughs> are the ones who who use those those terms. Yeah, the, the more child the, yeah, the more childlike terms, right? At the end, well yeah. one is a child and the other is I guess maybe hearkening back to his own childhood. But yeah, that moment was just a yeah. gut punch. Ugh, oh man, ten on ten for but, that uh, that moment. Like it's yeah, and and like I said, I mean that's one of those moments that I did love. I mean there are a lot of those moments in the movie. Um, unfortunately, they just didn't amount to enough for me to walk away enjoying it. But, yeah, I mean when you put when I guess you know everybody comes to the movie with you know their their own. I don't want to say expectations, but their own perspective and when you put when you put all the good things that happen on one side of the scale and all the things that didn't work for you on the other side you see which side you know where where does the scale fall in the end and that's that's that becomes your assessment of the movie and everybody has to put the weight of certain moments like they assign them those those moments different weights like the, the dad moment is a small little thing but it weighs a ton yeah but then there's you know there's other moments that like for some people, how did he get to Exegol without a a, a, sh- a hyperdrive? That you know, as, as that's a Star Wars thing where it's like, who cares? But that's, for some people, it's like, one, no, that's a one shot comic in two years. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, you know. Anyway, so we're at the end of this this saga, and 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 really, this movie from the get go was it was marketed and pushed as the end of the saga. They've made no bones about that. Every saga ends, or whatever the tagline was, the story will end. Um, do you take them at their word? Like here we are, They're all the all the blood members of the Skywalker family are gone, and we're, people are we're still sort of sitting here going, "Yeah, but Episode Ten's going to happen." And despite everything they've said, like it's the saga will end, and we st- we kind of don't believe them. What's your take? Do you believe them? Is it over? 
Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you, crazy? What kind of a question is that? No. But, like, do, do you specifically think we will get episode 10? Oh, yeah. 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 No, we won't get episode 10 the same way we wouldn't get episode 7. You know? I mean, it's... It'll happen. It'll happen. I mean... Barring a nuclear apocalypse, it will happen. I think for me, like, yes, we're going to get stories with these characters in the future. I really don't want them to call it episode 10. Like if they want to. Neither do I, Kyle. And in (laughs) retrospect, I don't know that this trilogy should have been called episodes seven, eight and nine, but they are. And I think they will. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know if I trust them to stick stick to their word here with this marketing. So, like these these next series of film that that's starting in twenty twenty two, like I think if that series does really really well, I think there's a chance we don't go back. But if these movies, if they if they disappoint and they don't give Disney and Lucasfilm sort of the the ROI that they're gonna want, then yeah, they're gonna dust off that trilogy or the the Skywalker saga for sure and and start it up again and say well yeah uh, whatever <laughs> we we did market it as the end but here we are let's do it and i don't think people will complain really i might complain because i i want this i want <laughs> like, i don't think people will complain i'll complain i, I will <laughs> and, and then i will go see the movie but you know i want them to commit to the end like it's undeniable that they said it was the end, right? Like that's a fact. <laughs> it's it was all yeah. over the 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 marketing of this. They've they talked about it as the end. I want them to commit to that at least for a bunch of years, at least for you know five or six years. Say yeah, no, the, we're done. We're done with these characters. It's over. And like I, I, as much as I want to see Ray on the big screen again, what's next for her? Um. I I don't know. I don't know if I if, if I'm willing to go back there. Really, it's it's hard. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say at this point. I do and I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. like, can you do? If I've always said, like, if they make the distinction that yes, we're continuing on the big screen with the story of Ray and Finn and Poe. We're we're going forward. Let's see what the galaxy's like ten years later. I'm okay with that if they do it with the caveat that. This has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. You will not hear the word. You will not hear Darth Vader. There will be no Force ghosts of Luke or Anakin. Um, ben Solo. Like, can you do a race story without Ben Solo at this point? And if you bring back Ben Solo, aren't you just? You mean can you do a Ray Skywalker story without Ben Solo? Yeah. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> I think you're. I think. Yeah, no. You you have no hope, Kyle. There will be an episode 10. It will be about Ray Skywalker. <laughs> it will happen. No, that's and and that's you, fine. You know it will happen. I do. I I'm I'm I'll, I've already kind of accepted that in my head. It will there will be a Ray Skywalker movie, but if if and I'm okay with that. Like I think that's a a viable loophole to say this is no, Ray but Skywalker. That's episode, but that's episode 10. No, I I'm joking. I I think I think there could be uh, a Ray movie. I think there could be a, a, a Finn movie. There could be a, a Poe movie or, or hell Disney plus series. Who knows? 
Uh, I think they will tell stories about these characters um, in the interim. Uh, but I think I think if you get a, a Poe Dameron X Wing series, or a you know a Ray Jedi tale, or or a, or or all of these things, I think I think in ten years, the first time you see them all back together is Episode Ten. And and that would be something I would I could like if, even if they called it something else like in our minds it would be episode ten but if they said it's actually episode one of the I don't know whatever else saga call it whatever you like it's episode one but it follows episode nine we'll probably just jokingly call it episode ten because we know that they're just going to try and get around that um I'd I'd be fine with that all my, my only thing is I don't want it to be about the Skywalker family. I don't want to go back there. Make it about something else. No, I see I I think it's I think it's episode 10 to 12 because I can't figure out why in the hell they would call Ray Ray Skywalker if that's not what they're going to do. I I honestly it, I mean, and that's a hiccup I have in the movie is why is she Ray Skywalker? She had one relationship with a Skywalker and it was rocky at best, <laughs> you know? Well, I guess it, take, it depends on how you take Skywalker. I mean, Leia's a Skywalker technically. Sure, but I mean, Ray's father figure, the closest thing she has to a father figure in the movies is Han Solo. Why wouldn't she take the Solo name? That's That's a hiccup I have. And I understand that Skywalker, the name Skywalker carries more weight in this trilogy and the franchise and her being a Skywalker somehow feels like it's coming full circle and whatever. But it in the story, context of the story, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And the only way that I can figure, apart from the marketing part of it, is that they know that they may want to return to this saga at some point. Oh yeah, for sure. They left themselves that, that, that trap door to go back through. Yeah. Cause that's the only way I can justify her being called a Skywalker is that they want to continue the Skywalker story. Otherwise she should have been Ray solo. Oh boy. I mean, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, she spent like maybe a day with Han, right? Yeah, I but, mean that 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 day was. Kylo was a, says, "Yeah, Kylo says immediately after he you th feel like he's the father you never had. He was obviously very influential in that day. Yeah, there, no, that was it was a big day. <laughs> and and all all her and Luke did was argue until, literally, until he was dead. <laughs> yeah, but they, I mean they they do have there is that like it was definitely contentious between Ray and Luke." But you have like that that very fatherly moment of the dad walking in on the daughter <laughs> with her boyfriend, and he blows apart the hut. Like that's a, I'm sure there's a lot of dads out there who probably related. And are like, oh god, I remember I had that moment and I had to go dust off my shotgun. Like you know, yeah. So I I, I, I think it works either way. Um, and I, I always felt like her taking the name of Skywalker was, again, like you said, kind of bringing it full circle. But also, like, the relationship she had with all those people, whether they're Skywalkers or Solos, like, they're all, 
from that same place. They all came from Anakin. But it's, yeah, it's, I mean, there's no doubt that they, they I mean, Kathleen Kennedy herself said it. We're, we're looking at the next 10 years with these characters. Was that, I don't know if that was this celebration for 2019 or if that was the 2017 one. But that, that quote still rings in my head. And Well, she talked about that on the on the, the Star Wars show, the interview she did. I think that was in 2017. Yeah. It was, it or was, maybe it was 2018 because it was probably after The Last Jedi. I can't remember when it was, but I, I just I can see it in her head, in my head. Kathleen Kennedy, like, just put it out there. I'm like, well, that's kind of a big spoiler. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it is and it isn't. I mean, we knew that, you know, after this was done, they weren't just going to leave these characters. To I mean, I mean, there, you know, we theorize maybe they'll they'll leave them for five years and, you know, give us a break from them, which. I don't think would have been a bad idea, um, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think you think they're going to go right back into it. Uh, maybe not in the movies. I mean, obviously we're going to get books and comics. Yeah. Of uh, in this era and following. Um, I mean, we haven't even gotten the the novelization yet. Which, God, I I need that novelization. Ooh, it's going to be so good. Oh, and and, uh, and needed. Yeah, I mean, the Art of book, maybe that was a good call. <laughs> Delaying the Art of book, given how these uh, these leaks have inspired some of the worst of fandom. Oh, um, God. But the novelization, yeah, that's that's a need. That's a need. But um, I think Disney Plus is going to be... Um, where they test the future of these characters um, on the screen. I mean, we've they, they've they've openly talked about a a, a Poe Dameron Disney Plus series. Well, didn't Oscar Isaac shoot that down completely? And I know that's you know take that with a grain of salt. It's posturing. It's you know it pays pay him enough money, he'll do it. Whatever. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it got enough traction online that I don't doubt that. Disney and Lucasfilm are now thinking hey, we should look into this. <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of people were talking about it there for a couple weeks. Um, so I think it generated, it probably generated enough interest that it was definitely something that they're, that they explored or are exploring. Um, and I don't think Poe is a bad way to go for um, our introduction into the post uh, sequel trilogy era. It, he's um, not. Yeah, I mean, given his position within the Resistance, he's a natural sort of entry point to where the galaxy goes as a whole, like politically. Yeah. Like, does he yeah, does he go down I that think, path? I think that was something that was uh, really missing from the sequel trilogy. Is 100%. that oh, God. greater greater galactic political dynamic? Um, I mean, we got that stuff in the novels and stuff like that, but. Uh, in the movies themselves, very, very uh, lightly coded in that stuff. Well, it's like it's almost as if JJ didn't want to touch it at all, ever, at any point. So we just destroyed everybody on Hosnian Prime. We're never talking well, about this, I, everybody. <laughs> I think one of I think one of his failings is that I don't think he's great at world building. I think that's one of his his shortcomings. Mm -hmm. 
I think he's good at telling, like setting up a a setting and a story. Um, well, I mean that's debatable. <laughs> but no, you're right. I, I mean, think... like TFA did set up, uh, give you know, future movie makers <laughs> coming back around to himself a, a big wide open space. Yeah, and I think and, and pers- my personal feeling is that a lot of the the world building in that, like uh, I think we have. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan to thank for Kanja Club and the Guavian Death Gang and you know yeah, <laughs> these the wor- concepts of of setting up a wider like setting up a wider underworld or setting up uh, the background for the First Order and that kind of stuff. Yeah, the, the think, world building was was almost non-existent in the sequels. Yeah, I, and I think that's a failing, and I think that a Poe series could really remedy that. Hell, I mean, the, the Poe comic book remedied a lot of that stuff uh, to a certain degree. I mean, setting up, you know, the wider conflict between the Resistance and the First Order prior to The Force Awakens mm-hmm. uh, and letting us understand, giving us context for that conflict. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that would be a great way to go. Uh, obviously, he's going to be one of the leaders uh, and i mean we've seen other characters um resistance figures or ex-rebellion figures introduced in um uh, resistance reborn and i think if you if you imagine if you do a, a poe dammer series and it's him and um what's his name Casterfall setting up the new 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 republic <laughs> you know i mean that'd be that'd be fascinating yeah, yeah. Castorfo is one of those characters that, you know, for, for those of us who read the books, it's like we would have really loved to have seen him. Yep, and been great. It'd be great to see him into into one of these series, like Poe teaming up with Ransom. They'd be, I don't know if they'd be buddies, but they'd be peers for sure. And yeah, they'd have that shared connection with Leia. That's that's a good, solid place. That's solid footing for for a story. Yep. My, uh, Especially given Castorfo's past, there'd be a lot of distrust there. You know, Poe would be a, a conflicted ally, but, you know, never sure of Castorfo's motivations, you know? Yeah. Let's hope that Castorfo's gotten rid of his Imperial collection. <laughs> for for everybody's sake, yeah, that would be helpful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, for me, like, I, I don't know when you think that we'll see these, but I feel like I don't know if it was just fatigue on their part, but like Oscar and Daisy and John Boyega, they just seem done like doing the press tour. Yeah. They seem just so done with it all, which was like the press tour was not great. Like you did. No. I did not get, oh, God. you know, I didn't get a lot of enthusiasm out of anybody. Really? I thought Anthony Daniels and, and uh, uh, Jonas Suatomo, I thought they were both really good. And Billy D, surprisingly, yeah, very enthusiastic. He, he was he was fairly with it, <laughs> as, as enthusiastic as Billy D gets. Yeah, um, they yeah they were great, but the the leads and, and so was um, Naomi Aki. She was terrific too. Mm-hmm. And Kelly Marie Tran. Every time she spoke, it was like yeah. You yeah but re- let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But yeah, anyway, they they were fine. 
But like the the three leads, because everybody kind of like fixes on what they say. They just seem so spent. And I wonder if like when when uh, Oscar says, nope, not doing that. I'm out. Um, and John Boyega said, you're never dis- uh, was it him? I think it was John who said, you're never you're not going to Disney plus me. Like, I don't know if it's because <laughs> they haven't seen the platform and seen its potential yet. Uh, maybe they haven't with all their busyness. They hadn't seen the Mandalorian and how great it can be. Maybe they just feel like it's a it's a low budget B level type project. Maybe their eyes will be opened once they see it and go, holy cow, like we could do something really great. Yeah, I think I think Kenobi could maybe be that shift where you've got a movie star um, who's coming back to the franchise and um, is excited to do it, seemingly. Um, So I think I think Kenobi might be might be a, a large uh, convincing factor. Yeah, I do, but I still, I'm still convinced that yes, they will do this. They, we will get more stories on screen with these characters, be it Disney Plus or the big screen at some point. But I think it's a ways off. Like I, I think the announcement for it will be at, and I'm just going down with the ship with this prediction. I've had it for for a couple of years now. Is um, Celebration 2027, which has not even been discussed. Why would it be? But it, it, that will be like the 50th anniversary of A New Hope. It'll be a big, it'll probably be the biggest celebration ever. 50th mm-hmm. anniversary. That's going to be full of surprises. I would yeah. not be surprised if that's the, the celebration where they say, well, this is where we dust off the Skywalker saga again. And they bring yeah. out Daisy Ridley. And they bring out John Boyega. Now they're in all in their mid-30s. And, and they say, well, and, and of course, we're doing a movie again. And people will go crazy mm-hmm. and go, but what? I thought nine was the end. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, I, I, they'll be quickly forgiven, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I can see that happening. Um, I, 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 there's no reason to think that it wouldn't. I mean, it's only eight years, but like you said, it is the 50th anniversary, and um, like they're going to do something huge but, for that. Huge. I mean, if you if you wait till 2030, then you've got 15 years since the Force Awakens, so. I, I would say in between, somewhere between, yeah, 2027 and 2030. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a good number. It allows these characters to kind of grow. And at that by that point, you can kind of put them wherever you want. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of stuff, the, like the one of the complaints of the sequel trilogy is that there's no breathing room. Like eight picks up where seven left off. Mm-hmm. There, there was no time for these characters to grow. If you, if you give them a, a decade, all kinds of stuff can happen. So yeah. I, 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 and I think they need to do this. Like really, if they want Star Wars to thrive, this next friend, this next series by whoever it's going to be, they've got to let the Skywalker, sh- like the shadow that the, 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 the Skywalkers cast, you got to let that recede. You got to let that shadow fade. Otherwise that franchise will never get off the ground. If we're just if we just view it as sort of a placeholder until they bring back the Skywalkers, yeah, that's fair. They can't give us the impression that it's that the Skywalkers are coming back. Otherwise, we're just never going to take that series seriously, and it'll always yeah. be viewed no, as as fair. other. Yeah, it's it's kind of the way that uh, Rogue One and um, Solo were treated by 
by general audience, I would say. Uh, I mean, Rogue One did well, but I think that was sort of the newness of it. Yeah, we're still in the Star Wars honeymoon at that point. Yeah, but I think by Solo, general audience has sort of figured out, oh, okay, so this isn't one of the main ones. So, okay, well, so there's no big deal if we see this or not, and blah, 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 blah. That, that's where we learned that Star Wars maybe isn't the bulletproof franchise that everybody thought it was. Yeah, well, I mean, if you don't market a movie... People won't see it, turns out. <laughs> if you don't make so. me think it's important, I won't think it's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knew? But again, like, go, we, we agree that somehow, some way that they will bring back, they will continue these the stories that were cut short by the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. How they name it, I think, is is important, but ultimately not as, not, not meaningless, but... I guess it depends on the subject matter. But again, I'm going back to the question of, of can you do race stories without Ben Solo? So the question becomes, does Adam Driver return? And, and and I don't mean just as force ghost where she talks to her dead boyfriend. Like, do they bring him back in a, in a flesh and blood way? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> right. I, mean, like, I, I love, I love uh, Adam Driver and, I wish we had gotten more time with Ben Solo. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, there are part of me wishes that he had survived uh, the movie. Um, I think that would have been a more difficult choice, but I don't think, I don't think anything is uh, impossible. Uh, I think you can redeem a character and have him survive. Um, I, whether Ray's story can continue with it, I mean, obviously it has to. Um, so I think that's, that's a, that's a key question, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, they, I don't know if it was always the plan to have those two get together. And I, obviously they, by the end, they kind of did make them sort of, you know, two that are one read that as you will but you know a lot of people choose to read that as they are they are soulmates yeah but i think it does a disservice to ray's character to suggest that she, and i mean people are arguing this but i think it's a disservice to ray's character to say that well now without her man she's useless <laughs> you know i mean that's a yeah that's a hard that's that's, that's not a great place to put ray and I don't think it's fair to her. I think, I think, well, I mean, it's like any relationship in real life. Like a person needs to be secure in their individuality before they can be secure in a relationship. And, you know, uh, not being with someone or losing a loved one doesn't make you any less whole as an individual. Um I mean, it may feel that way for a while or whatever, it, but but it's to say that you're no good to us anymore because <laughs> your boyfriend's gone. You know, that's a uh, and I mean, I, I know we're talking fiction and fiction has different rules and and I to me, Ray was always an interesting character. Um, 
outside of Kylo. Kylo was her conflict. And I know that, you know, even Ryan Johnson described them as two sides of the same coin. Um, yeah, dual protagonist kind of thing. Yeah. But which I, which I, I never, thought was, I thought, I'm like, Jesus Christ, why did you say that? <laughs> yeah. What have you I mean, done? And, and to be fair to the argument, those, you know, they, they were described as a dyad in the force. And we are yet to understand completely what that means. Yeah. And we don't know how, you know, obviously the force is something that penetrates someone's very being and who they are. Um, but at the same time, the force is something that we've seen can be turned off in Luke's case. Um, so really, how how much a part of someone is the force at the same time? So, you know, it, it's sort of up in the air, but obviously losing Ben is going to have a huge effect on Ray. But to say that it's detrimental to Ray is a stretch entirely, I think. Yeah, and I, I think you know part of this is whenever we pick Ray up again. So if if again if we if we just say that our, between twenty twenty seven and twenty thirty is when we get the continuation, Ray would be in her thirties by that point. You yeah. would you would assume that she'd she would have moved on by that point, like because then we, I think it would be a disservice if they spend, you know, if they spend or they make it clear that she's she, Ray has spent all this time kind of pining over dead ben or and and yeah. using her her time to find ways to bring him back i think that would be sort of a disservice to the character when she could be re, re restoring the jedi order and who's to say she couldn't do both but well i i i feel like re restarting the jedi order and becoming the grandmaster and and looking after all these things while you're in a deep depression because your boyfriend died 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to be ableist or anything, but I, I don't know that a, a depressed person would have that in them. Yeah, maybe not. So it's, and that's why this is so touchy, right? Not, at least, at least <laughs> not unless your name is Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's that's what makes it such a thorny thing because where you the, the circumstances in which you leave Rey at the end of Rise of Skywalker, yeah, sure. Obviously, you know she's the world is open for her to do whatever she wants. Yeah, and I think that last scene in Rise of Skywalker pretty well establishes her path forward, and I don't think it's a path where she's going to be constantly looking backwards. Yeah, I mean, it's the imagery is pretty on the nose. It's a sunrise. Yeah. So her I story mean, is obviously just beginning. Whether they, you yeah. know, whether that's just a metaphor that we get to headcanon her stories going forward, or if they're saying, "Hey, listen, this is one year in the life of of this woman." There's lots more to tell. Mm-hmm. And I, I happen to think that, and you, I think you'll agree that, yeah, there, there's lots more to tell, and they're going to tell it on screen at some point. Yeah. It is true. It is one year. <laughs> God, something yep, else it's... that I think uh, could have been done better, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
did they ever really solidify that it was one year after crate? Um, I mean, I don't think there, I don't know if there's anything canonical that establishes that. I mean, they had that, that timeline that they showed at, at celebration or, and it showed like one, it was like one tick past the, uh, the battle of crate. And it's like, okay, so it's a year, but yeah, nothing in story. Yeah, but it, are they rounding up? Are they rounding down? <laughs> you know? It could, I mean, uh, they could make it whatever they wanted, really. Yeah, of course. So let, let me ask you, so you think that Ray's story will be continued in a new set of movies in 10 years or so? Yes. So do you think we'll get any stories about Ray in the interim? Yes. In print, okay, probably. So, right. Okay. I just wanted to be clear because you said that you they'll come back and continue Ray's story. So you just mean on screen. I think they're going to continue it everywhere. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I do talk out of both sides of my mouth on this because I want it. I love Ray. But if it means uh, not uh, not undoing the sequel the sequels uh trilogy but if it's just going to be an extension i mean if it's just going to be another skywalker family drama and i mean when you if you bring back ben solo and make them a couple like bring them back for real make them a couple put them back into action it's the skywalker family drama again and i think that you know one of the reasons one of the things i really hammered on for the last few months is that yeah, Ben Solo's going to die in this movie. They're not going to end this trilogy where we get the the impression that Ray and Ben are going to walk off into the sunset together and make babies. They're not going to leave us with that thought because then we'll just look past nine, which we're doing anyway, but then we're really going to look past nine as this is, we're just going to wait 10 years and we'll get movies about Ray and Ben's kids. And it's yeah. just the Skywalker family drama with a new set of characters. So as, as long as they yeah. do it without the baggage of the Skywalker family drama, I'm all for it. That's that's my big caveat. Yeah, I don't think you'll get Ben Solo back because I don't think you'll get Adam Driver back. And and yeah, because he's I mean he's up up into the stratosphere now of of the acting world. He doesn't need Star Wars. Well, not only that, I think I think he cared a lot about the the character. Yeah, and that's that's clear. Yeah, for sure. You know, I I don't think I don't think he would come back because I think he sees that character's arc as complete. And can you imagine the uproar, Nathan? My God, given the uproar we have now over <laughs> Ben Solo deserved better, and maybe he did. I for for me, like this, my take is that the Skywalkers, the tortured Skywalker family, they're all united in peace, in eternal joy of the light side of the Force. That's where all <laughs> the Jedi want to go anyway. He's there. He's in a happy place. Let it be. That's the that's the end game for all Jedi. Force ghosting. Eternal joy. Yay! Mm-hmm. But can you imagine if they bring back Rey 10 years from now, 6 years from now, whatever, and, oh yeah, but Adam Driver's not coming back. Can you imagine what the discourse is going to be? Can you well, imagine? I uh, it's, it's frightening. It's frightening. Here's the thing: is I feel like you can't. They can't get away with doing 
the big evil anymore. I think that's that's that they they did that. They they stretched it with the sequel trilogy. You know, I know you and I agree on this, but the force was brought into balance by Anakin by Anakin Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Very temporarily. Somehow that balance <laughs> What? Very very temporarily. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we'll get into this when we do our episode on the balance of the force. Um, but it 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 waned. I mean, balance balance is a delicate thing, and things can move off off balance temporarily, especially when the big bad guy turns out survived the big explosion. Um, but I don't think you can do that again. I think, I think the Sith have to be done for now. They, and yeah, they, that's another, there's yeah, nothing left. So it, it the only thing you can do is, is oh God, <laughs> how do you not disrupt the balance of the force? You bring in force immune bad guys. <laughs> well, you know what? They've done so much about the unknown regions that who knows what's out there, right? Like it could be anything out there. It could. Yeah. But also, if they wanted to, Ray, Ray in her bones is a Palpatine. So maybe those old family habits die hard. And maybe that's. Oh, don't you dare, Kyle. <laughs> don't you dare. Maybe Nathan. Shut up. This, maybe that's what they do. Maybe they bring back Ben Solo in the flesh. Maybe that is what they do. But then I'm out. <laughs> ben comes back in this white Jedi robe. Menace! I'm coming a knocking. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> like he, Ben Solo comes back and he's happy with Ray, but she kind of slips oh, to the dark side and she picks oh, up the mantle God. of Grandpappy. And oh. then her teeth, her, her teeth get sharp. Oh, well, Rio? Rio would love that. But she doesn't actually get Sith eyes, because that would make too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Let's give her, no, don't, give her, don't give her fire eyes. Give her sharp teeth, because, you know, we've seen that in the movies before. Yeah. Like, well, maybe, anyway. that, maybe that was Ray's worst, <laughs> worst nightmare, is having sharp teeth. It was my worst nightmare. <laughs> But may, who knows? Maybe that's it. Maybe Ray still struggles with that DNA level darkness, and she flips <laughs> to evil, and Ben has to save her again. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? Know. You know what? There's there's a segment of fandom that would love that. Oh my god! Because the only way that a woman can be badass is she has to be evil and have a big gun. And if yeah, uh, so yeah, for sure, and and. There'd be a segment of fandom who would love it if if Ben were back, right? Yep, that's true. That's true. Anyway, so I mean, but, before uh, we before we just wrap this up, we didn't really talk about Finn because I think he's he's sort of the wild card in all this. He's mm-hmm. force sensitive, and that you know you can see the seeds of that planted in TFA. So JJ had I think obviously plans for the character. What do we do with Finn? Is it is it, can we imagine a world where Finn and Ray? don't somehow get to business with this of, of becoming powerful in the force together. It, 
could Finn be a Jedi at some point? Like, does that play into future storylines? What about Janna and Company 77? You know, they're all sort of Force-sensitive in that way. Are Is, is that yeah. the future of the Jedi staring us in the face? Well, maybe. I, I think it's funny that the discourse for so long was, or the, the you know, the predominant theory was, oh, but Ray's not going to bring back the Jedi. She's going to start something new. <laughs> It'll be the Skywalkers. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was a, that was a prevailing theory for a long time. Sure. Um, it's, and it's funny to look back now and, you know, that was never my, my theory. I always thought that the Jedi was too recognizable a name for. Like, yeah. There's brand recognition there. A band. And there was no way. I mean, and I post, I watched the, um, Jedi Fallen Order making of documentary. Um, and um, Stig, uh, the game director, yeah, the game director, um, you know, he said in his me- early meetings with Lucasfilm, he was talking about how we wanted to make a Jedi game. And they made it clear that the Jedi were the holy grail at Lucasfilm. And as soon as I heard that, I was, it was like, if, if I needed any confirmation that the Jedi were going to continue, that was it. You know, I mean, it's the Jedi are, are everything. It's what the entire franchise revolves around for better or worse. It's what the Uh, entire franchise revolves around. There's no way they were going anywhere. Uh, But but as far as the thing that added a little bit of fuel to that fire was, all the Thrawn stuff where Skywalkers were force users, the name of, of uh, like a yeah. given name of uh, that the Chiss gave to force users. And it was like, well, are they playing with that concept now? Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, the, the funny thing is that the last Jedi told us that the Jedi were going to stick around. Luke says, I will not be the last Jedi mm-hmm. and cuts to Ray. I mean, no, so Ray's going to be the last Jedi. No, it's just that <laughs> the Jedi were going to continue after all. But anyway, as far as Finn is concerned, um, I I think they will make him a Jedi. I think Ray will train him. However, I think the more interesting thing to do with him would be to do the thing that I said all along, <laughs> where. <laughs> Finn is maybe force sensitive, and now you could you could add, um, you know, a little more um, interesting development to his character if he decides not to be trained as a Jedi, sort of like like Leia did. Maybe not because he had a vis- vision or anything like that, but maybe there are still, you know, like after the fall of the Empire, there are still First Order and Final Order operatives on the run throughout the galaxy and maybe he and Janna and the other stormtroopers go and uh, hunt them down. I think that would have been a really interesting way to go with Finn after this trilogy. Uh, Or maybe, maybe he does train as a Jedi and he still goes and does that. Maybe he leads Janna and the other ex stormtroopers who are now Jedi and they hunt down these war criminals. Uh, that could work too. That could, very well um, could. Uh, that for me is the most interesting thing that Finn could do because I feel like 
I feel like he still has a lot of unresolved issues. You know, I, I feel like he, him being an ex-stormtrooper isn't completely dealt with. Uh, and I feel like there's a lot more story to tell from that perspective. And I hope they do. Yeah, I hope they they too as well. I, and I hope that, uh, you know, as we wind it down here, I hope that Oscar and John and Daisy, I hope that they do get a break. I hope that they continue to get shown love from the fandom and that yeah. in years to come that they go, you know, that that making these movies were a lot of fun. Uh, the, and, you know, Lucasfilm comes knocking again. And, that, you know, they might have their misgiving, misgivings, but when they get sit down at that negotiating table, you know, as, as you know, John and Daisy will probably be real big stars in in, in years to oh, come. Yeah. They're earning, they're they're going to be able to write their own check, and then yeah, let, then then maybe they'll be more amenable to do more stories. But I I do hope if they're going to I I do hope we don't we avoid I hope we avoid like the the soloness standalone nature of of their stories i hope that if they do it mm-hmm. it's a, it's a group venture and if you want to do spin-off stuff where they do that solo gig i don't know if disney plus is the spot for that or in i'd be satisfied with it in print but I, on the big screen i want i'd love to see them to, i want to see them together and just have that big epic all-in-one approach give me everything or, give me the full blast or do clone war style where you don't need the voice actors to come back or the actors to come back for the voices. You can, you can substitute and people will still accept both versions of the character. Uh, Do an animated series. As long as when you do come back, you acknowledge the animated series happened. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think, I think is a big part of this whole project luminous push leading into the, new movies and i mean if anyone's not familiar the the rumor right now is and it's it's pretty um it's pretty reliable that project luminous is a push uh from the publishing side to be a lead up to the new series of movies um hopefully that's all confirmed by the time people hear this whether it's on the patreon or public that, (laughs) that would be great and I think that's the whole point is to be more consistent because that's definitely been lacking. Um, and I think it's, I think it, it, part of it might also be an attempt to set up the world to do the world building uh, so that when the filmmakers come in, they have a world to set these movies in uh, a, a problem. We just talked about that. The sequel trilogy had the, the world wasn't established and I think that's sort of what they're doing. And I think it's a genius way to do it. You take the best of the best of your writers <laughs> and have them build this new era of Star Wars for you to... It's, they're building a diorama for the next stories to take place in. And I think it's brilliant. Yeah, no, it's, 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 a, good, it's a good thing for sure. Um... And I wonder if they might use Ray as a framing device. I think that would be a really interesting way to do it is as she's exploring Jedi history, um, that that's sort of the framing device for them exploring this new era. It's a way for them to sort of continue beyond uh, the sequel trilogy. Or you could even have it 
set between TLJ and uh, Rise of Skywalker uh, as she's you know digging through the Jedi texts. Yeah, that, uh, there's some, yeah, there's some, there's a lot of interesting ideas there. For yeah, sure. I mean, imagine if you op- you begin you know the novel with uh, a prologue that's Ray talking to BB-8 about the research she's doing in the Jedi texts, and then that leads into the story, which is set during the High Republic era. Do the same thing with a comic, you know? It's I think that would be an interesting way. Now, whether, whether they do it, who knows? But yeah, that's yeah how well, I would <laughs> that would be a good way to kind of connect those those characters and those timelines together. I just wonder if they yeah. want if they really do want that fresh start with this uh, High Republic era that they sever sure. it from what we know. Sure, that's a good point. But yeah. I, it works either way because you know what we know for sure is that you and I are going to pick it up and, and drool all over it anyway. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether Yoda's in it or not, Kyle. <laughs> and that's just the problem, right? Because we're we're God. What does maybe that's an episode one day? What does Star Wars have to do for us to like? We're out tapping out. I'm done. I'm selling my bring collection. Bring Ben Solo back. <laughs> oh God. Bring Ben Solo back to life. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, you know what? I think that's a good place to end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, guys, let us know what you think. Uh, the future of this, this, these characters. What would you like to see? What would you not like to see? Uh, you can hit us up by email at tumblingsaber at gmail.com. You can comment on this episode in the Patreon thread, in our Facebook group. Um, or you can find me on Twitter at tumblingsaber. Uh, Nathan, where can they find you? I'm in the Facebook group, and you can find me on Twitter at NAF Roberts. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next week in another episode of Luminous Beings. May the Force be with you, everybody. Hey, hey!